Hello everyone, this is Larry Morrison, your financial shaman. Gonna do a very quick, I, um, I've been in the financial world for a decade, in entrepreneurship for 15 years. That's when I consider my first business started, though a friend reminded me I started my painting and pool cleaning business when I was 11. So, anyway, I've been around the financial world for quite some time. Business, contracting, real estate, crypto and Bitcoin and stocks, obviously, financial advisors, all kinds of debt, credit. That's what I do now. I'm one of the leading experts on a certain type of debt in the nation. And I know credit pretty well. I help people get stuff removed. And then mortgages a little, just because I know so many mortgage brokers. Uh, and I was in real estate for so long. And I know so many financial advisors, so there's not a lot of financial concepts I don't understand. Um, but my real passion is this, talking about the psychology of money, what our belief systems, um, how our belief systems are building our reality, and how those reinforce our, or block our, ability to earn or attract or manifest money and so what I like to do with these is just go on a nice evening walk so pretend we're on for a nice walk together and we're just a couple of friends a couple of average Joes having a hopefully pretty meaningful conversation excuse me and um, but here's some stuff in the background. I'm actually at a, I'm in Oregon, campsite, and it's not too far from a freeway. So you might hear some background noise, and you might also hear some crickets. And can't really hear the stars, but they are gorgeous, and they are out in a half moon, bright as can be. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today, boys and girls? I asked myself this right before the call, the record button. And um, I think we should talk about the Law of Attraction. I got a question about this on my Facebook page, and I wrote a chapter of my book about it. I realized I hadn't really talked about it in a while, if at all, with you gang, with you guys and gals in podcast land. So let's dig into it. Law of Attraction first began in... <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> One of the fundamental laws, it did first begin in popular culture and they can grow rich in the early 1900s. And then was largely left aside until Abraham Hicks um, picked it back up with thinking, uh, I'm sorry, excuse me, asking it as given, uh, which is a phenomenal, fundamentally changing book. Uh, I've read it multiple times and always get something new out of it. <laughs> I used to have it on my nightstand and before I read to bed I'd always read a little bit out of it because just a little bit had so much wisdom in it that I'd have to like okay I can't read anymore <laughs> I read like a paragraph and stop which obviously takes a tremendous amount of time to read it but so much wisdom in there anyway um, so one of the fundamental laws of the universe 
um, is that what you put out comes back to you. Uh, similar to what you focus on expands, which I went off on a couple of podcasts ago. But um, basically what you put into something, you get back. What you put out, you get back. And the easiest way to understand it is kind of like going to the gym, right? Where um, if you go to the gym and walk on the treadmill for an hour every other day, you're going to see some stuff happen, right? You're going to get your heart rate up. You might live a little longer. Maybe get some butt dimples eventually or something like that. Burn some calories. Of course, it has to do with what you eat too. But you're going to get a little bit out of it. You go every day, you get a little more. You run. You mix it up. You do a ton of cardio. You're going to see a lot more. You do weights and cardio. You get a freaking personal trainer. You're going to be freaking Arnold in a couple of years. Again, depending on what you eat and the rest of your lifestyle. But, like, that's what it basically means. The more you put in, the more you get out. However, the difference between that, the gym and law of attraction, is that you're constantly putting out vibrations. So, it's not like going to the gym. So, someone asked me on my Facebook page... Um, I know manifestation exists. It's another word for law of attraction. You know, you're trying to manifest something. Um, I know manifestation exists, but I know I, don't, I just like I know electricity exists. I just don't know how to use it. Um, but the reality of it is, you use it every day. It's just that you don't know how to consciously use it. Okay. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to label this the new law of attraction just to hook people in. (laughs) In reality, to clear up a lot of the misnomers, misinformation about it. Okay. Um, Because now it's extremely popularized. And it's even in quantum physics. You know, if you focus on a wave, it's going to be a wave. If you focus on a particle, it's going to be a particle. They call it quantum entanglement. But in reality, it just means everything is here and now, and what you focus on expands. But what you get to put out there, you're going to get back. So, a lot of people are under the delusion that um, law of attraction doesn't work because there's so many assholes out there that seemingly have a great life. Or there's so many kind people that also don't have anything. You know, there's plenty of generous people out there are kind and loving and do so much for other people but have nothing to show for it and then there's so many douchebags that's a technical term <laughs> lighten up it's just a joke okay so um, so many people out there that we refer to as maybe less than or asshole or bitch or whatever that um, seemingly have a lot of nice things cars houses money whatever So, obviously, it can't work. Well, it's not saying that. No one said that you have to be a nice person to use a law of the universe. Where did that come from? Right? How did you make that leap? It's like saying only nice people can use gravity. No, we all use it every day. So, you think only nice people can figure out how to manifest things? No. And you think niceness has anything to do with it? Mm, Deserving, maybe, but not niceness. Not kindness. 
But you said, Larry, what you put out, you'll get back. So why don't assholes get more assholes? First of all, you don't know what's going on inside of them. We never know what's going on in the heart or mind of other person. Don't presume to know what their journey is all about. You don't. So don't judge it. On the flip side of that coin, you don't know what's going on with the social worker. The big-hearted, heart-on-their-sleeve, loving person. You don't know what's going on underneath everything. They could have a lifetime of trauma that they're trying to work through. They could have all kinds of stuff going on. You don't know. And you, they could be getting kindness and love back um, in connection with other human beings. doesn't have to always be money. But that's what we think, right? We always think like, well, if law of attraction actually worked, everybody would be rich. Again, if you haven't heard me before talk, not everybody can be rich. That's not how the money system is designed. We can all be wealthy, though. We can all be passionately pursuing our purposes, connected with all that is, connected with heart and self and other people, removing doubt, removing fear, and living our highest self past our edge of what we think is possible. That is indeed possible for everyone. But rich is different than wealth. Rich is just money. Things, investments, stocks, whatever. Wealth is completely different. It's happiness. It's joy. It's a love. It's inner peace. Satori, some people call it. Right? It's a lot of things. Where... Rich just usually means a stockpile of cash. So, let that idea go that, first of all, you don't know what's going on in someone else's experience, okay? Second of all, we do not judge other people's, what we see as good and kind or asshole and whatever. We do not judge that as to be any indication of how they're using the law of attraction. Because again, it doesn't matter because they can still use gravity, right? So, let go of this judge in your mind that only good people can use attraction. That's not how it works. We're all using it, just not consciously. Okay, okay. so how law of attraction works has a lot more to do with vibration than most people understand. And vibration is tuned like a frequency with the mantras and the subconscious talk in our minds. Okay. But before I get that far, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. First, to understand manifestation law of attraction, of like anything else, we have to start with why and what you want to attract. Okay? 
So, let's say, let's say for instance, um, hmm, where do I go? Hmm, okay. Let's say for instance, this is what I spoke about when I said manifesting money is stupid. Um, let's say for instance you want to manifest money and that's your what and your why and let's just because you need to be a little bit more than exact I like to be a little more exact you don't have to but let's just say you want to manifest $10,000 okay and if you put a time limit on it you're stupid no I'm kidding you're never stupid I, I never put a time limit on anything because you don't know the universe's timetable. And when you get to the why, you'll understand even further why you don't want to put a time limit on anything. That's a goal. That's not an attraction. So when it comes to... Okay, so let's just say $10,000 is our what? Now, you might hear that and go, I'd love to man- keep talking. I'd love to manifest $10,000. Of course, if you've already lost hope with the letting go of the why, I'm sorry, the time frame, because if it's like, yeah, I'd love to manifest $10,000, if it's next month, that'd be great. But what if it's two years from now? Then you kind of lose interest, right? Unless you said it was a million two two years from now, then you're like, okay, yeah, let's do that. So let go of the time. That's going to just, just, Go the opposite way you want to go with it. It's always now anyway. So just be here now with me. Okay. So we have a what? $10,000. Now the why is where most people get tripped up. And you'll hear why I think manifesting money is stupid. So why do you want $10,000? And you have to ask yourself this with everything you want to manifest. Because it has to come from a certain place inside of you. And if it comes from anywhere else, you will not manifest anything. Or if you do, it will... I want to use the word cursed, but it's not. It will be empty. Superfluous? I know I'm not saying that right. Superfluous. Superficial. It will be gilded. Um, It will turn to ash in your mouth. So, like, what I mean by that is, well, you'll see. Okay, $10,000, why do you want it? Well, you might say, because I have bills to pay. Great. So you're not going to pay your bills without the $10,000? Well, no, Larry, of course I'm going to pay the bills without the 10000 but it would just make it easier to pay them. Okay, so there's a hardness about paying your bills right now. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, if I had the ten grand, I might maybe take some days off work and it wouldn't be as hard to pay all these bills. Okay, so what you want to do is have vacation with it. Well... I mean, I want to have the option. Okay, Jesus Christ. We're going down a rabbit hole and I'm not even talking to you. So, like, this is what happens. 
a clear why, without a clear why, you're fucked. This was not going to work. And why I keep going down this, especially with money, is because what I'm trying to get at is that usually what happens when people want to manifest money is it's because it's based on a fear or lack. You cannot manifest from lack because you will only manifest more lack. So if it's like, I don't have enough money, that's what you're actually manifesting. And I feel like I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but let's just keep going down this road. I want to manifest 10 grand. And then I'm like, oh, by the end of the month, then that's dumb. Because that's just going to be like, oh, now I got all this stress. How am I going to do that? Oh, my God. Oh, well, you know, uh, the achievers, they say that you've got to have a time frame. So, all right, $10,000 by the end of the month. All right, ideas, go. Like, so that's not manifestation. That's motivation. And it has its place because all things do. But that's not what I'm trying to talk about here. So, if you wanted to manifest $10,000, and let's look at the wrong way to do it. That's one of them. Just the example I just gave you. So the other example is, I want to manifest $10,000 because I'm fucking tired of being stressed out about money. That's lack. You are focused on the stress, and this thing will relieve it. But that's not what the, the universe is hearing from you. Because you're focused on the lack, it's going to bring you more lack. And then you won't manifest the money that's supposed to relieve it. That's not how it works. See what I'm saying? So, I want to manifest this $10,000. Because I just want to breathe for a second. I just want to pay my bills in peace. So what you're saying is, you have a lack of peace. And you want to try to manifest this thing outside of you to bring peace into your life. That's not how it works. You have to get to peace. And then the universe will bring you more peaceful things. Because you're on the vibration of peace. Now if you're not there, you have to get to that vibration. And hold it for a little bit. And then let it go. I'm getting ahead of myself again. Okay, so this is why the why is important. And also, let's say I want to manifest $10,000 because I want to go on vacation. Well, then fuck the money and just go after the vacation. That's what you really want. This is why I say manifesting money is dumb. You're putting a middleman in between you and the thing that you want. The vacation is what you want. Couldn't someone gift you a vacation? Do you need the 10 grand? No. Couldn't someone say, hey, I'll fly you to my house in Barbados, my timeshare? Yeah, someone could do that. Hey, my RV's just sitting here. You want to take the keys and go for a couple of weeks? Yeah. So there's a million different ways. This is what abundance is all about. Abundance is much more than money. Abundance is all the universal ways that things can come into your life. It's like one of my favorite teachers, Bashar, he talks about like 
there's abundance is constantly trying to come to you and you're constantly blocking it usually because you think it has to come through money and you don't have a lot of ways for money to show up to you like you think you guys just think it's gonna how, what like a check in the mail is gonna show up how many ways are you giving value and giving opportunity for money to show up but that's a whole other subject my point is abundance means doing what you want to do i'm sorry doing what you need to do when you need to do it and so there's a million other ways that the thing you want could show up and you don't need the money that's why i say the money manifesting money is dumb if you can figure out how to manifest just go straight to the thing you want okay so now so let's it's a what and a why so let's say um let's do uh we'll do a classic three because you know i like threes um let's say you're like okay i'm listening to you later i don't fucking want the money what i really really want is I need a new car. Okay. Okay, help me manifest that. Alright, cool. Got you. You want a new car. Why? Well, because my old car sucks. And wrong in the bushes. <laughs> That's not going to work. If you're not grateful for what you currently have, why would the universe give you more? So... Here's another classic problem that has to do with gratitude and and law of attraction. Let's say everybody's had this happen, and I'm pretty sure everybody's had this happen in their life. You have someone you love, doesn't have to be a lover, a friend, family member, someone you care about, and you go to get them a gift. Birthday, anniversary, maybe it's just because. You see something that you think they'll like, or it reminds them of you, reminds you of them, whatever. Reminds you of them, and you get it for them, and you give it to them, and they go, oh, thanks. And they toss it aside or put it down or whatever, and you could tell that they didn't receive it the way you thought they would. They were clearly not grateful for it. How likely are you to be uh, to want to give them another gift? Especially if it was a just because gift. Right? Now you're like, fuck it, I'll just give them cash or a gift card, right? And, or if I give them anything at all. Like, you might be all super bitter about it. This is kind of similar to how the universe works. Not that the universe holds any kind of grudge. But if you're not grateful, why is it going to give you more? Now do the flip side of that. Think about this. You give a gift to someone, a friend, loved one, family member, spouse, lover, whatever. And they light up. And they're like, oh my God, this this is so awesome. Thank you so much. I can't believe you thought of me. Even if... They didn't like it. They appreciated that you gave them something. 
you thought of them with this thing. Like you were on their mind. They were on your mind. And so, you know what I'm trying to say. And so, you feel amazing because they feel amazing and they help they their receiving of what they got makes you feel great about giving so guess what now because of how good you felt how good someone you cared about felt with that simple gift you're going to be out there on the lookout for things that are going to make them light up even more right That's how gratitude works. So if you tell me I need a new car because mine sucks, you are ungrateful for what you've been given. Now you say, I need a new car because mine's literally broken down and I don't know what to do. I need to get to work. First of all, there's other ways to get to work. You're saying, I know what you're saying. You're like, you're super nitpicky about this thing. I am not nitpicky. What I'm saying is, do you have a concept of how to ask for something that's not from your fucking ego? This is the bull, the, the BS that I have to hear all the time. And it's not BS because I'm grateful to help people with this. Is But I hear the frustration is what I hear. And I get it. I was super frustrated with this for a long time. To the point where I gave up. Which is actually what helps. But the letting go is a huge part of it, which I'll get to. But um, it sounds nitpicky, but it's not. You have to have a why that's not from your ego. And like Simon Sinek, who I love, and a lot of people will say, start with why. And that if you have a strong enough why, you can create anything. That's true, except if it's from ego. If you're like, I want to manifest a Lamborghini because it's going to make me feel good, that's wrong. That's not going to work. Now, it might actually work for you, but all it's going to do is feed your ego. Should I be walking the other way? Maybe I'll walk the other way. All it's going to be doing is feeding your ego, which is going to cause more problems. And again, it'll be empty. That Lamborghini that was supposed to make you happy will only make you happy for, I don't know, a couple days? Maybe a week, maybe a year. Maybe just every time you walk out to the garage, which is maybe, what, once a day if you're lucky. Have you ever really thought about how much you use a vehicle? If you're not doing a huge commute, which everybody hates. I mean, not everybody. A lot of people hate, most people hate. You're spending maybe an hour in your vehicle. And yet we need all these because of the 23 hours it's just sitting there. And usually when you get to your place of wherever you're taking it, it's just sitting there. So, like, just seems like a huge inefficiency. But that's a whole other subject. So, we've covered gratitude. We've covered the, the why can't come from ego. So, 
let's let's look at how would you manifest a vehicle that's not from ego. First of all, you'd be extremely grateful for what you had. And you'd be like, I would like a new vehicle because I want something safe and reliable for me to get to work. I also want to... That's not from ego. And it's not from fear. You, you could nitpick that and say that's from fear of not wanting to get in a vehicle accident or something, or if you do. You know, if you're like, my kids, I want them to be safe. I, I want um, to maybe not pollute. Maybe I want an electric vehicle. And I want to really make a conscious choice of maybe sharing it or maybe carpooling. I want to have this thing not just because I think it'll make me happy, but because I think it'll help me and others, my family and the, and the planet. That's pretty damn good. I could nitpick it some more, but I'm not going to. Let's just leave that one alone. Okay, now, you have a what, you have a solid why, you've let go of this ridiculous idea of when, and so now comes the fun part, the vibrational part. And it gets a little tricky. <laughs> it gets a little tricky because most people don't know how to do this. So the vibrational part is you visualize what it is you want until you feel the feeling of the wish fulfilled. You have to feel the vibration of what it's like to have that nice car that's safe and electric and reliable and that you're going to share. You have to feel that. But you only visualize long enough to feel the vibration and then you let the visualization go and keep only the vibration. Why is that? Because this is where all these fucking, you know, vision boards and shit are going awry. You don't want the visualization any longer than it takes to get to the vibration. Because you don't know what the universe has in store for you. If you were like, I have to have this model, this year, this interior, this paint job, you've lost it. You're putting demands and roadblocks up for the freaking universe to deliver. The universe might have something way better than what you could possibly imagine. Um, like, your imagination can't even scrape the sur surface of what's possible. So your job is not to fucking get the details done. It's to only visualize till you get to the vibration. So you can feel the feeling of how amazing it will be when you have this thing. And now, you let the visualization go and you just feel the feeling. And do it for at least a minute. 
now you know what it feels like. And here's the beautiful part. The reason you want it is for the feeling that you're having right now. Let me say that again. The reason you want the thing that you want is for the feeling it will give you. It's the only reason you ever want anything outside of you. This is why spiritual masters don't need anything. Because they've mastered the inside. They don't need anything outside of them to feel good. They have the ability to feel good on command. So why would they need anything? Why Buddha, Jesus, Muhammad, Lao Tzu, right? All these spiritual masters, they don't need anything. They had almost no possessions, if any possessions, besides the clothes they were wearing. Why would they need anything when they have the amazing feeling that all the needing, all the things are supposed to bring us? But obviously we're not spiritual masters. So let's keep going. And you know, we're in the world of form. You want to experience form? It's human. I get it. There's nothing wrong with that. So you've created the feeling of what is supposed the, the the feeling that is supposed to come along with the thing you want to manifest do that for 60 seconds at least and then gradually it'll leave you or you'll let it go and any time and practice it play with it anytime you want to feel that feeling you can just be like mm. visualize if it, if it helps Get the feeling, drop the visualization, hold the feeling. You can even, what Abraham and a lot of other people do is, you know, start talking about it if you want, as if it's already here. Yeah, I remember when I first bought that car. Or, maybe that's a little too much on how the universe brings it. I remember when I first got it and it came to me and I remember the first time I drove it. Ah, oh, I remember the smell of the interior. Ah, oh, I remember the feeling of the steering wheel. I remember the digital display and the great gas mileage. Or it's all electric, I forgot, that's right. I remember there was no gas and it was all about battery and I had to get used to that. Ah, what a great thing. See, you're building momentum with the thing that you want. But it's only about the feeling, not the visualization. This is where the visualization is like training wheels. So as soon as you get up to speed, you let the training wheels go. And it's just about the feeling. That's it. Okay. Now, anytime you want to access that feeling, you can. And here's where I can feel people go, yeah, but. Because what I'm going to tell you is this. If you have the feeling, why do you need the thing? Well, because I actually need to drive it to get to work. No. 
Stop. The yeah buts will kill you. Remember when I said in the beginning that vibration is what this whole thing is about, the feeling. However, as humans, we have a tendency to immediately go, well, the reality is this. Yeah, but. Whatever, fill in the blank. Yeah, but I can't drive to work on a feeling. So you just want me to take a bus and feel this stuff? Yeah, but, I mean, I tried that and it didn't work. Stop with the yeah buts, man. That is how you kick yourself out of the vibration. You have to be grateful for everything that you have. Truly, you can't fake it. Truly grateful for everything you've been given. And vibrating with that thing that you want, and then you have to not care if it ever comes. Because the next step is letting it go. It's like this. When it comes to letting it go, a couple analogies come to mind. Um, I do love the food analogies all the time, don't I? It's kind of my thing. Um, yeah, yeah, we can go with the food analogies. I don't know why I'm getting like a letter to Santa type analogy coming through, so let's just run with that and then I'll go to the food one. Imagine you're a kid and you're sending a letter to Santa. You send the letter, put it in the mail, or give it to your parents, which is obvious there's no fucking North Pole, right? So, actually, I think the U.S. Postal Service has, if for kids that send it to the North Pole, they have like a, a specific bin that they put it in or something like that. Because that actually happens a lot. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. So, um, the kid, or you as a kid, you put it, you put the letter in, and boom, it's done. You know Santa's going to get the letter, you know what you're going to get on Christmas. And regardless if you get the thing or not, you don't keep sending letters. So you have to let go and know that it's coming. The food analogy is this. Imagine sitting down at a restaurant with someone you love or someone, whatever, it doesn't matter. And like, you look through the menu, you give the waiter your order, and then what happens? You wait. But more than that, you just don't wait and look at your clock and be like, where the hell is my shit? You're gonna get food spit in. You're gonna get the ticket forgotten. <laughs> If you've ever been in food service, let me tell you, that stuff does happen. Like, if you're that guy or gal who sits down, I mean, how ridiculous would it be unless you're in fast food? Even then it's ridiculous to be like, here's my order, where's my food? <laughs> like, that's dumb. That's ridiculous. You got to give them time to make it. Okay, now. What you want to do is get involved and lost in the conversation, right? When you sit down, especially with someone you care and love about, if you're not addicted to your phone, though I probably understand that you're probably listening to this on a phone, it's possible. Uh, excuse me. So, 
put your order in, and then you just know that it's coming. And you get lost in the conversation that you're having. And you love the ambiance of the restaurant. And you talk about how amazing the food's going to be. And blah, blah. And sometimes it takes a little longer. And maybe the restaurant's busy. Or whatever. You know. But you know the food's going to come. So why would you pester the cook? Unless it's getting, you know, certainly ridiculous. But that's, that's where the restaurant analogy kind of goes off the rails. But like... What I mean by that is you put it in and you let it go. Okay? You don't constantly check in and go over the cook's right shoulder and go, "What are you cooking my stuff or not? I wouldn't put that ingredient there. Like, that's dumb. No one would do that. So it's the same with the law of attraction. You get to that vibration. You do it when you want to feel that thing. And then you let it go. You have to completely 100% trust that it's coming. Trust isn't even the right word. Believe is a little bit better. Know that it's coming. And just let go. Really good manifestors, they can just talk about it like, oh yeah, no. My car's on its way right now. It's coming. I don't know when, but it's coming. And it's going to be amazing when it gets here. I did this with my RV. I put it on... uh, the whiteboard in my office and I was like RV and it took a little longer than I thought it would but I got it I searched through a bunch of them things didn't work out so let me tell you about what happened so I knew I wanted it I knew I didn't want to pay a lot for it but You know, I didn't know anything about the cost of RVs. And like, I I searched through all the kinds I wanted. I even test drove and rented some RVs to make sure I liked it. You know, what it was like to be on the road with it and drive the thing and live in it or whatever and spend time in it and get used to it. And um, I was like, all right, I want this thing. And I wanted it a lot sooner than it came, but now I fully understand why the timing was the way it was. So, um, it had nothing to do, well, that's not true. And I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but like, it's not too much. So, um, I put it out there. I wanted it at a certain time, it didn't happen. But when it did finally start to take shape, and manifest, I got more than I thought I would. A bigger RV, in amazing shape, because it was used, because I don't want to pay for a brand new RV, because they're super expensive right off the lot, and they don't really gain that much when so many people don't use them. You buy a used one, you know, I got mine with 20,000 miles on it for a song. I got it a screaming deal on this thing. But it had to come, I had to wait. But I got everything that I wanted. It just took time. But I put it in there and let it go. Now, I did get a little grumpy when it was late. Which is probably why it took a little longer. But I don't know that to be true. I could be wrong. And so, my point though is, you got to let it go. Like, you just got to know that there's factors that are outside of your control. Surrender to that. 
okay? And here's something that'll help you let go. It helped me let go. When I heard Matt Kahn talk about Law of Attraction, I was like, oh my God, have I been doing this wrong my whole life? Or since I figured this, you know, started studying this stuff. Here's what Matt Kahn said. If you don't know who Matt Kahn is, a very awake spiritual teacher. Beautiful, open heart. Love that guy. So, um, what he said was, what if the universe gave you the inspiration to want that thing that you want because it was sending you that thing anyway and it wanted you to be aware of it when it came and paved the way for it. Which blew me away because let's just use the analogy of the RV that I have. Two years ago, I would have never even thought of anything about RV life. Not ever even in my wildest dreams. Like, not even in my imagination, nothing. Never been in one. Never, every time I thought camping was tent camping, hiking into a place and tenting. Like, that's camping to me. Yeah, I mean, you can do it with a car and tents and stuff, but... Never have I spent one foot second, uh, stepped one foot in, not had a second in an RV. Was not on a blip on my radar. Right? But then the inspiration came. I was like, huh. You know, I've never thought of that. I should give that a try. And then it snowballed. And then it was law of attraction. And then it was all these things. And then so when Matt Kahn said that, I was like, oh my God. What if the inspiration was given you because that was the next step in your journey? So, why do I tell you that? Because what if the thing that you're trying to manifest, if it's not from ego, is supposed to, is coming already? Would that help you let go? And the reason that you were inspired to want it was because the universe is already bringing it. And you need to be prepared for it. Mentally, spiritually, and all that. So letting go is a big part of it. It's probably the biggest. Because when we create these vision boards and do all these things... What tends to happen, and what happened a lot to me with Law of Attraction, and the reason why I had to put it down and why I'm so grateful for what Mankhan said, is because all I could see was the distance, I, I could only see the lack. So when I would look at a vision board and see, and you know, looking back, I've manifested most of the things on all my vision boards, but I took them down. Because it was not inspiring me. It was not letting the creative juices flow. It was not um, making me feel good. I could only see the distance between where I was and where that thing was at. Or I could only see the lack of it. So I would look at a vision board and see, you know, 
an amazing relationship or whatever, and then I would feel lonely because that thing wasn't here. That's why I'm saying the visualization is training wheels. You have to let the visuals go eventually and just stick to the feeling. Because if you wanted to create a relationship in your life and you don't have one already, then you wanted to, the way you to do that is to feel what the feeling is like to be head over heels. And then let it go, knowing you can tap into that feeling of head over heels anytime you want. And you let it go and you be grateful for the time that you have alone because when that head over heels feeling comes along with the person, you're not gonna be alone anymore. And sometimes you'll miss that being alone portion. So you gotta be grateful for what you have. Gratitude is kind of like, if all of these things I've been talking about, visualization, vibration, and um, letting go and all this stuff uh, and the, you know, removing the ego and the why and all that. Imagine those are all ingredients. You know, I love food analogies. Imagine those are all ingredients and you're making a pot of stew or a stir fry, right? You're throwing all those in the pot. Gratitude is like the heat. The fire underneath the pan. If you don't have gratitude, you're just throwing all this shit together and it ain't nothing happening. You must be grateful for everything you've been given and you cannot fake it. You have to be so grateful that you literally wake up and go, man, I have a great life. If that thing comes, it'll make it great, but I have a great life right now. Like, that's how amazing things are. And it's not about being delusional. It's about really looking at, wow, I'm alive in an amazing universe with awesome nature and stars. I'm literally spinning on a blue dot in the middle of nowhere. I'm on a spaceship with water, basically. And seven other billion sentient life forms. Like in the universe thought to make me and include me in this. Crazy science experiment. <laughs> no, it's this, this, this amazing life and every breath I take I'm just so utterly in awe of all I've been given all the love all the challenges all the crazy thoughts and the experiences and friends, family, I've been given a lot. I'm thankful for that every day. And if I'm not, I'm sorry. 
when you can get to that gratitude level and be with it it won't even matter if the things show up or not but they will because they must because your fire is on hot and that that stuff is cooking The art of allowing things into your life is the art of letting go, of needing them. It's the art of letting go of any negative mantra that says you don't deserve them, that you're not worthy of them. It's letting go of all the yeah buts, that won't work for me, I'm not enough. Art of allowing is the art of letting go of everything that's not you. This is the law of attraction in the right hands. Someone creating and manifesting from heart, from guidance, from love, and a boatload of happiness and gratitude. And I am grateful for you listening this long. Oh my goodness, 53 minutes. I love you. We are forever united as different waves on the same ocean. Good journey, my friends. I would say good luck, but I have faith you'll figure it out.